Hello, this is Mark. Thank you for joining me on Words of Truth today. You know, as followers of Jesus Christ, it's now more important than ever to be aware of listening to and following false teachers who claim to be religious leaders, but who indeed are leading people astray. Well, this has been the case since the beginning of time, and certainly since the beginning of the Church of Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul warned the young pastor Timothy about this. He said in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 3 and 4, a time will come when people will not listen to accurate teachings. Instead, they will follow their own desires or surround themselves with teachers who tell them what they want to hear. People will refuse to listen to the truth and turn to myths. And you know, I think we're living in that kind of a day, aren't we? It's concerning to me what people will buy into. People who call themselves professing Christians, and they're listening to certain so-called Bible teachers. A number of years ago, I was teaching in my church about how to identify false teachers. And in that sermon, I actually called out one particular famous preacher whose mega church is on TV and who has written a number of books, and I gave particular reasons why I believe that he is a false teacher, one being that, uh, that he doesn't preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. One couple who had been attending our church in the recent months called me to disagree with me about it. And again, I told them that this person doesn't preach the gospel or ever give an invitation for people to be saved, and it's just about, all about prosperity. And the woman said to me, yes, he does preach the gospel. He says the Lord's Prayer at the end of every sermon. Well, I tried to refrain from laughing, but I tried to explain to her that the Lord's Prayer is a wonderful prayer and that it has wonderful pointers about how we should pray, but that it isn't the gospel. Well, I could never convince her, and they left the church. You see, there was, there was a person whose eyes had been blinded, and who, as Paul said, surrounded herself with teachers who tell her what she wanted to hear. She refused to listen to the truth and instead turned to lies and myths. Well, this podcast is all about helping people to find the truth through the Word of God. And so let me show you from God's Word how you can identify a false teacher. But first, let me say that there are a lot of people out there who are teachers who are simply misguided and unhelpful in many ways, but they might not be a false teacher. So just take that as a warning, and I'd like to suggest to you to set your standards high when it comes to Bible teachers. I mean, listen to people who are truly God-centered, Christ-exalting, Bible-saturated, spirit-dependent people who bear the marks in their lives of authenticity. And it's hard to do that just by listening to somebody on TV or radio, and that's why it's important to get involved in a local church to get to know a real-life pastor. And I'm not saying not to listen to people on radio or TV or to a podcast like this one, but it's just harder to see the signs if you really don't know a person. Now let me explain. A true teacher of the Word of God will bear spiritual fruit. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 to 20, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. 
You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus you will recognize them by their fruits. The Apostle Paul, he put a lot of emphasis on this in his own life and ministry. This is what he said about his own ministry in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 5. He said, Our gospel came to you not only in word, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction. You know what kind of men we prove to be among you for your sake. And then he explains what he meant by this for the next two chapters. You see, he was a person who not only spoke the truth, but through his life he proved what he said by the way he lived. In other words, his life produced the fruit he was teaching others about. And if you don't see the fruit of what a person is teaching, then watch out. And again, it's hard to see if you don't really know the person that you're listening to. But also, a true teacher will have sound doctrine. You see, one of the most important doctrines to listen for is the doctrine of the incarnation of Christ. John said it this way in 1 John chapter 4, verses 1 to 3. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. But this you know, by this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. In other words, if if someone denies that Jesus Christ is the God-man, God who came in the flesh, or that in some way we become gods, he's a false teacher. This might be the most important thing to get right, because unless you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Savior, the Son of God, you can't be saved. The Apostle Paul also emphasized the importance of sound doctrine when he said in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 3 and 4, If anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus and the teaching that accords with godliness, he is puffed up with conceit and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy craving for controversy and for quarrels about words, which produce envy, dissent, slander, evil, suspicions. In other words, we need to measure the doctrines that are being taught by the sound words of Christ and by their implications for godliness. And then there's a test of whether a person is willing to submit to the scriptures. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, 37 and 38, if anyone thinks that he is a prophet or spiritual, he should acknowledge that the things I am writing to you are a command of the Lord. If anyone does not recognize this, he is not recognized. You see what he's saying? Paul said that whoever listens to the apostles' teachings and abide by them know God. 
But if they don't listen and, and don't abide in them, they don't know God. Simple as that. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Submission to the scriptures is a requirement or you're a false teacher. John said it this way in 1 John chapter 4, verse 6. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. You see, the apostles elevated their teaching to the level of a truth test. If a person doesn't submit to the authority of the apostles, who were the authorized teachers of Christ, then they're not reliable teachers. That doesn't mean they won't say true things. Everyone says true things from time to time, even the devil. That doesn't make them reliable teachers. And then there's the gospel test. Paul said in Galatians chapter 1, verses 8 and 9, But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. Now he's talking about the gospel as it was laid out in the book of Galatians. And it's a gospel of justification by faith alone, apart from any works of the law. And he sums it up this way in chapters, chapter 5, verses 2 and 3. Look, I, Paul, say to you that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. In other words, if you insist on law-keeping as a way of justification before God, then you have to keep all of it perfectly. Now, I don't know about you, but if that were the case, wow, I would never stand a chance of being saved. I can't keep the law perfectly. And then he ends with this terrible warning in chapter 5, verse 4, You are severed from Christ. You who would be justified by the law. You have fallen, fallen away from grace. I'll just end by simply saying that the best way to protect yourself from a false teacher is to be a part of a healthy Bible preaching church and they be prayerfully saturated with the Bible yourself every day. We live in a world where we hear so many voices. So let's be good students of the word. Let's be careful who we listen to. Thanks for listening today. I'll see you next week.